Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome in. It's the Penn Live Wrestling Podcast brought to you by Penn Live. Dustin Hawkins with here. I got Ryan Garvick from Central Dolphin joining me here in the preseason, two time state finalist, uh, one of the better wrestlers you will find in the state. Ryan, how are you? How's the first weekend going for you? Uh, I'm I'm good. Yeah, I'm excited to get the season started. Had a we had, we had a nice practice Friday and we had a Saturday morning practice, so it's a uh, it's already off to a strong start. Good man. What what swags trying to get you guys to do right off the bat? Like what what tone is he trying to set in there? Um, I mean, he's just setting the same tone that we always have. Well, you know, we obviously we always have big goals at CD, and we want to accomplish everything that we can this year, like we did last. Um, walk me through your off season. I'll get into those goals here in a second, but your off season, like what you did, what you were aiming to get done, parts of your game, you were trying to improve a little bit. Like what were you trying to, uh, utilize the time to try to do this summer and into the fall? Um, well this summer I kind of wanted to focus on getting bigger a lot. So I just kind of was worried about like going to the gym, trying to put on some weight because, um, in college they want me to wrestle 174. So I want to get a little bit bigger. I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna start this year off at 172. Might might go down for states, but we'll see when the time comes. And then this fall, I started getting back into more wrestling and getting the weight a little bit down. You know, I was walking around at like 185 at my biggest. Okay, and a lot a lot of that was was this. Um, is it fair to call this like the most um, fitness and strength um, oriented summer you've ever had? Oh yeah, definitely. Um, I mean, usually it's. Usually it's just wrestle, wrestle, wrestle. Well, that, that was once I once I quit football, but yeah, yeah, it was definitely a little bit less wrestling, more just trying to get bigger and stronger and everything else. How's that? How's that work? Like you know, let's let's take ten, fifteen pounds of muscle and add it to your game that we've seen so far. Like, how much further can that maybe take you? Help you win certain positions? I mean, well, strength is. I think strength is definitely probably one of my weakest areas. So trying to put on more <laughs> strength <laughs> so is weakness. Put, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. So trying to put on some more muscle is definitely going to help me in some of those positions where I got to pull guys in and drive, drive my feet to finish takedowns and stuff like that. Um, why didn't the NSA 174 was, was it just your frame and, and how much they believed you could still grow into that frame? Yeah. That, and I think, we, we're getting a lot of recruits in around, like, the 157, 165 area, so they're looking for a couple guys to maybe get just a little bit bigger than that. What did you think when whenever they pitched that to you? Were, were you were you cool with that? Did, did that something like that matter to you? 
no, I mean, I'm fine with it. I mean, that just gives me, it lets me eat a little bit more. Yeah, you can, you can, you're free. It's freeing. You can just kind of unleash and not, not watch your weight so much. Although, you know, like I think this past year was a little bit of a surprise descent, right? Just looking at what the landscape yeah. is. Are you in the same position? Just kind of looking at um, what the, what the brackets could look like and, and, uh, if you can get through, if you can get through one easier than another, are you, are you still going to be using the same criteria to judge it? Yeah, oh yeah, definitely. I mean, I've done that since sophomore year. You know, sophomore year, I, I was actually I was planning on cutting down to fifty four, but then I kind of looked at just like district and the state, and I realized I'd probably have a better chance of sixty. And then last year was the opposite. I felt so I went down. This year, I think I'm going to do the same thing, but just like bump up weight. So it's going to be between 72 and 60. Okay. Um, and where are you at, like from a confidence standpoint? You know, you, you have back-to-back state finals appearances. And, you know, not a ton of guys in, in the history of Pennsylvania mm-hmm. wrestling can say they've done that two times, three times, whatever. Um, where does that leave you in terms of goals? Is it, is it gold or bust? I mean, use that, that, that finals experience and, and get over the hump. Yeah. I mean, yeah, at this point, that's really all it can be gold or bust, you know, past two years, it's kind of sucks getting second every year, but I mean, there's a couple things that I've been working on a lot. I mean, I feel like neutral, that's kind of been my downfall in both those matches the past two years. So I've been trying to focus on that a lot more in this in this like preseason. When you say neutral is a downfall, uh, are you referring more to like an attacking mindset or from a technique standpoint? Um, Cause I feel like with you, with the skill level, it's more of a mindset thing. Is it not? Yeah. I mean, I feel like sometimes I definitely need to be a lot more aggressive. You know, I can kind of sit back a little bit and get a little relaxed and then I get called in a blast double or something dumb like that. And, it definitely hurts. Definitely has so, a big impact on the matches. So just kind of moving forward, staying on the balls of your feet, not letting your not not getting on your heels and allowing those situations to to happen. Yeah, no, I definitely think pushing the pace more, staying aggressive, that not giving people a chance to breathe. That's makes it a hard a lot harder for them to score. How were the two trips to the state finals different? And this is funny because you said this. Um, after you made the first appearance in the state finals as, as a sophomore, I just got done recording the first episode of the season for the Penn Live Wrestling Podcast with Cole Bartram and Lucas Lawler. And Cole said the same thing. You can't help, uh, like as much as you want to put it behind, like to the side, you have a little bit of contentment when you reach the finals for the first time, right? Like and trying to get past that. How was the second time different uh, from the first time? Um, well, I mean, the first time, you know, I was kind of an underdog. I mean, I was a district champ, but I I was still ranked, like, I don't even think I was top 10 in the state. Like, nobody, nobody really had, like, saw me placing as high as I did. I pulled out two really big upsets that year. Um, but, like, last year, I think people more knew who I was then. So, like, they kind of expected me to get kind of far like that, if you know what I mean. But yeah. at the same time, in the finals, it was it was still a similar experience because I was still the underdog. Like, nobody really had huge expectations to me, you know. I was wrestling Jared Kessler as a sophomore. He was already a – he's already placed high multiple times. And I'm wrestling Ty Waters, who's already ranked collegiately as a true freshman this year at West Virginia. Right. So, 
Yeah. I was going to ask you about that because Jared Kessler is now a starter in Pitt's lineup. And Ty Waters is 4-0, I think, with four pins, ranked number 18 for West Virginia. I mean, yeah. to go to the finals and, and to lose twice, I mean, at least it's two guys who are Division One starters right now. Yeah, no, it definitely – it definitely – I mean, it, it makes the loss feel a little bit better, but at the same time, I know I'm, I'm at that level too. So, like, there's always room for improvement and me to be able to eventually beat those guys. Uh, we talked about Indiana a bit. You said they won to you at 174. Um, that happened over the summer pretty recently, right? That Was that um, October that you committed to Indi- Indiana? Um, it was like August. It was, it was oh, late okay, summer. Okay, okay. Late, late summer, uh, you committed there. What, what was it about Indiana? Um, how did you approach the process, and um, how did you end up kind of finalizing the process and going with the Hoosiers? Um, well, I took a lot of uh, unofficial visits to start. Because at the time you you didn't have unlimited officials. I w- I wish that would have been a rule a year earlier. Save a lot of money for your parents, yeah. Yeah, yeah. But um, they they were actually the only place I took an official to. It was in like early, or it was in it was in April, and so like it was the off season. There was a lot more free time for the wrestlers. We had a we had a lot of fun when I was out there, and the coaching staff they're they're a pretty chill and laid back group, which uh, I really liked because. I don't always exactly do best when I'm always have somebody yelling in my ear. I, I kind of, I'll get a little frustrated from time to time. So I like when people right. are a little bit more relaxed and I don't know, it was just a combination of all those things that led me to pick in Indiana. Did you say to yourself when you're going through the process, I need to find a coaching staff that's relaxed and that, and that gives me space. Like, was that something on your list? Yeah, no, that was, that was definitely a big part. Cause I felt like, you know, if I'm at if I go to a school, and like I don't I don't mesh well with the coaches, then I'm definitely not gonna love the sport the way that I do now. And who knows what'll happen then? Yeah, and I and I gotta think that that's probably the number one driver to the transfer portal, right? Like the not meshing with the with the coaching staff and not being on the same page with them. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Well, you see it with the two big ones with uh, Alejandro and Henson, you know. Both, uh, you go, they're both go real one. big. Yeah, yeah. They're both go, big go. names, new coaching staff, and they decide to transfer out. And it'll it'll be a fun experiment to see those guys because Wyatt's at Lock Haven and and uh, AHR is now at Clarion, uh, going going, you know, still Division One, but going to a smaller school and seeing that they can thrive that way. I think there's a lot of kids who have Division One thoughts and won't won't back away from them they want to go to a big school they want to go to a big campus they want all all that fanfare but there are challenges that come with that where's indiana fit because it's like with with wrestling you know obviously it's a big school but it's probably got a a small school feel especially with the wrestling program i'm guessing i mean well the school itself it's i mean it's it's probably like size of penn state like it's a pretty big school i mean the wrestling team definitely does not have the same attention as penn state does so (laughs) you're right (laughs) It's a bit different with that, but you know, I don't know. We're we're gonna they their team's already doing really good this year, and I think with the recruiting class that I'm a part of in the years to come, it's we're gonna be really good. And part of that recruiting class, number somebody else from the same division, Nick Pavletko, around the same time, the heavyweight from State yeah. College committed there, so there'll be some familiarity. Yeah, we've already we've already been talking it up. We're probably gonna try and room together and everything. You guys seem like a good fit for each other. Pretty laid back. <laughs> yeah. Um, have you um, embraced leadership 
You know, like, is, is that something that you're real, that is really on your plate? Like you take it upon yourself to, to lead the, the, the central dolphin team. I mean, being a laid back guy, being a leader, you don't always kind of do put the same together. Are you a lead by example guy? Yeah, no. I mean, even though I'm laid back, I definitely, I take, I take the season very seriously. I, I'm, I don't, I don't let the kids mess around too much. You know, I'll have fun with the team. We always play games before practice and stuff, but when match day comes around, I make sure to keep everybody in line and make sure that we stay focused and have the eye on the good, eye on the medal. Um, what role has uh, Jeff Swaggard played in and where you've gotten to as a wrestler? You've shown ability from from a young age to now, and you've made the most of it to this point. But um, what's Jeff, what's what's Coach Swaggard kind of taught you? about the mental side of the sport, physical side of the sport, life, like what have you learned from him? Um, I mean, Swags has taught me a lot, you know. I've been around him since elementary school. He, he's, he likes it today pretty close to the youth program, so he's he's been following me for a while. Um, he's just taught me to be gritty, you know. He grew up in a much different time with wrestling, and it's required a lot more toughness that some guys yeah. don't have nowadays, but – He's definitely the, the 1800s were tough, Ryan. That. The 1800s were, were a difficult <laughs> time for everyone. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like, I mean, that's that's what it seems like he was around. <laughs> <laughs> um, your your laid back style does that does that frustrate Swags a little bit? Like, how, how does that work with him? Um, I don't think it really bothers him any because he understands that it's just kind of how I like to wrestle, and I mean, it's effective. So he's not. He's not really going to complain too much. I mean, obviously, sometimes he would like to see me be more aggressive in certain positions, like a Super 32. Um, I definitely think I lacked a little bit on, like, uh, showing aggressiveness on the bottom and stuff. And he wanted me to kind of move more and quicker off the bottom. So I've been, I've definitely been trying to work on that a little bit. Well, a lot of those messages were delivered to you between the end of the regular season as a as a sophomore and the start of the postseason. And that postseason you had was surprising, but that was a pretty dominant run you went on to go through the district tournament and all the way through the state tournament. Uh, clearly, you flipped the switch the right way. Yeah, I was I was trying to I I try to separate the postseason from everything else, you know. Like, I mean, season, obviously, I'm going to take that serious, but I still want to have fun. But once postseason comes in, I'm practicing a lot harder and putting in even more extra time than I already do. And it's just like, yeah, I definitely try and flip a switch to be the best that I can. Had Swagger tried to get you on um, a summer of, of of lifting prior to this past summer? And was he like... So it takes the Indiana coaches for you to get – because I, I can imagine he was pretty pretty pumped to see you adding, adding more muscle to your frame. Yeah, I mean, I'm not exactly a guy who's super into the gym or anything, so it's a, it's a little hard to get me to stay consistent with a lifting routine, but he was definitely happy to see me being a little bit on a – be on a program and actually start to put on some more size. Well, I mean, part of you has to say, like, okay, I'm committed to wrestle at the Division One level. I'm going to have to add some Division One stuff to my preparation, right? Yeah, no. Yeah, it's going to be it's going to be a big change. I mean, even even from what I'm doing now, I'm sure when, once I get there, it's going to be even even crazier, even more. Like, I think they're going to get me 
to look like a completely different person after one year. Well, you're you're on your way to it. If they want you at 174, there's still plenty of room to grow into that. Probably another summer or two of, of lifting pretty hard. Um, what's a, What do you have as far as, like, goals and plans for the season? It's just, like, regular season, you're just going to kind of grind and make sure that you're getting better. And then we talked about gold or bust for the postseason, right? Yeah, I mean, obviously we go to Beast. Um, I, I didn't exactly have the best tournament last year at Beast, so – that's a big thing on my schedule. I really want to do well this year there. Hopefully make it to the finals like Repos did last year for my senior year. But, um, yeah, it's gold or bust pretty much at this point. Just waiting for the end. How about, um, and this is the last thing I got for you, but just the, the CD team. You know, to be able to to be able to be in the running for District Three title and and PIAA team tournament success. Uh, what do the pieces look like? You you feel pretty good about what you guys got? Um, I mean, yeah, I think I'm excited for the season. I I mean, I think we still have we still although we we lost a lot last year, but we still have a we still have a good amount. We still have me Flanagan, Reynolds, and then we have Thunder, and our lightweights are still there. Yeah. I mean, heavyweight, obviously. That's always a concern for us, but I think I think we'll have some freshmen that are going to step up towards the end of the year and help us a lot. There you go. Ryan Garvick, back-to-back state finals, looking to turn that silver into gold. He's also an Indiana commit, uh, working hard to grow into 174 over the next year or so as we get the season started. Ryan, thanks so much for, for jumping on, and uh, appreciate it, and, and best of luck and stay healthy here as you keep prepping for the season ahead. Yeah, thanks for having me. Absolutely. Thanks, everybody, for tuning in. We're going to have plenty more here on the Penn Live Wrestling Podcast, plenty more high school wrestling coverage as we do work our way through the preseason rankings, predictions, all that stuff is coming soon, so stay tuned. Otherwise, stay tuned to the Penn Live Wrestling Podcast and make sure you download it anywhere you get your podcast. We'll see you next time here on the Penn Live Wrestling Podcast.